Dun, 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 dun. I'm leaving today. Dun, 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 dun. I'm gonna be a part of it. Vancouver! Sorry I sang. <laughs> Don't be too sorry. Welcome back, everybody, to British Columbia, a.k.a. Manhattan. Boy, are we happy to be back here and uh let me wish you all first of all happy holidays to those who celebrate happy friday the 13th uh we hope you're celebrating safely with friends and family so here's to you cheers to the holiday season but Once be again. careful because no matter how safe you are with your friends and your family jason will find you so mm-hmm I don't know what to tell you. You're going to die tonight if you're celebrating. Yeah, we keep resurrecting reasons to celebrate this the season, just like we keep resurrecting uh, Jason Verhees. Speaking yeah. of Jason. Verhees. Verhees. Uh, it's Friday the 13th. This is our third episode of... Oh, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm just giving you background. Just giving you background. Never done this before. I'm looking around now. <laughs> over my shoulder. Uh, it, it's the third installment of our Friday the 13th series that we do every time there's a, well, you know, Friday the 13th. It's been a little bit, but I'm excited. I am too, man. This is, this is my, it's the most magical time of the year for me, Friday the 13th. Um, this is my favorite franchise, man. I love every time we do these movies. I, I get really, really in the spirit of things. I know you do. I've seen your room. I've seen your toy and memorabilia collection. I know how much you love this franchise. Is this your... Oh, very much. So this is your favorite, like, film franchise, franchise, period? I would... No doubt in my mind. Okay. And I was going to qualify it, but it sounds like I don't need to. <laughs> nope. It's it's my number one favorite. Uh, I did not say the best film franchise. I said my favorite. So... <laughs> what is... Nah, man, from a young age... <laughs> From a very young age, yeah. Um, I would say, what is the? What do you think is the best franchise? And I would qualify that as something with more than three movies, more than a trilogy. I would say is like a franchise. I mean, it's obviously Star Wars. Obviously, it's just why we talk about it so much. No, I don't know. The best franchise, four movies or more. Um, I. Th think that the of the living dead trilogy is severely underrated and if we count remakes that's a franchise yeah we um, got one remake and then another one coming pretty soon this year cool i, I haven't seen the remakes um we watched the I first mean, one for this podcast <laughs> true yeah there's not um there's not a lot of really good franchises that are four or more movies man i'm drawing yeah. a blank do you got any I would say the Lord of the Rings qualifies if we count the Hobbits movies. Okay, but okay. I'm going to That's say about fifty fifty good. The top, like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, like drags the average up Mount <laughs> up Mount Doom. <laughs> and, um, but I think my favorite franchise would probably be the Muppet movies. Oh yeah, it's like there's some huge hits and like. I'm not a huge fan of, like, Muppets in Space or whatever, but on a whole, like, what a, what a franchise of movies that have, like, basically nothing to do with each other in terms of, like, plot and yeah. story and that kind of thing. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think because, like, most multi-movie franchises of that scope are, like, terrible horror series. So it's hard to call Mm. one the best. You know what I don't like? And it's, like, I would say it might be the best based on being so consistently average. But most movie franchises this long are all over the place and usually terrible after, like, the second. I think it might be the MCU. Yeah, all right. I don't love that answer, but you as can far pick, as like, like, yeah, as far as what? Well, I'm saying like, as far as like good quality, those movies are very rarely bad. They're also very rarely good, but they 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 play a really safe midline, you know. Like, and mm-hmm. I when we're talking four plus movies, I'm just saying. Most of them are terrible franchises when you get that many. I thought you were going to say Harry Potter, but no, I was I was thinking like... Hey, legit strong contender. Because, yeah. like, again, because it's, like, not stupid for most of it. Like, that's all it takes. <laughs> In general, doesn't suck, and it's got one killer one. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so... I would say this is my favorite horror franchise, for sure. Uh, oh yeah no doubt in terms of like consistently delivering the goods the fun the camp literally and you know (laughs) both the camp and the camp uh i i I like this franchise a lot i'm glad it has its own holiday kind of we're celebrating it so sorry uh freddie but you know i i gotta give it to the our friend from old crystal lake here Dude, I will say, Nightmare has probably more decent movies in it Mm -hmm. as a franchise. But when it is boring, it is really boring. And Friday the 13th has never failed to entertain me with any of its (laughs) movies. They are always very interesting films. (laughs) Every last one of them. (laughs) I'm never not having fun good point exactly that's why it's my favorite nightmare on elm street may have higher highs like the dream warriors uh that we did recently and i don't know man it's just (laughs) it's a different kind of fun over here and i'm absolutely all for it um yup enough about other movies well not quite actually denny we've got something coming up next week make sure yes we do I want to make sure that people are voting for the Grenny Awards. We've already got a lot of... Vote for the Grennies. Vote or die, MFs. We've already gotten a lot of responses, and we're really happy to uh, just just see, like, you guys having a good time with it. Get in there. The link is is going to be in the description for this episode. We're posting it rather consistently on social media. So give that a click. Leave us a question. It's going to be a fun time. Thank you for voting already. All that jazz. All right. All that jazz. That's a New York. And all that jazz. That's a very, that's, that's, that's probably in New York. That's Chicago. That's Chicago. Fuck. No. It's literally called Chicago. Hey, Chicago (laughs) is close. That's in New York, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, New York. It's one of the five boroughs. New York, the Windy City. Uh, (laughs) 
hey, no, the Wendy's city. They have a lot of Wendy's. Oh, in New York. right. That's why right, they call right. it that. Yeah. I thought it was for all the Sabaros. But hey, Chicago's closer to New York than Vancouver is. More on that later. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm horrible at geography. Vancouver's on the West Coast. Okay, okay. Yeah. The, the opposite side of the continent. <laughs> I guess we can just call anything New York these days. So why don't we <laughs> join in on the fun? <laughs> uh all right um some things i won't call new york denny we watched other movies this week before we get to our friday the 13th special what other movies have you been watching this week so this is the first time in a while i feel like i've had a really good watch list to report i've kind of been haven't been myself lately for a couple months and i i'm i can tell i'm reconnecting to what I love about life and being me because I'm watching more movies again, um, which is really nice. Um, I watched Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Buddy, um, so did I. Oh, shit. You want to just talk about it together for a minute? Yeah, because I liked it a lot. <laughs> I did too, man. I did too. I, Vanessa and I were both like thinking about it for like two days after we watched it yeah man i was like i was exhausted because like i didn't there three pinocchio movies came out this year three of them a disney live action remake of the animated one which the original (laughs) animated one which why the fuck if i want to see tom hanks embarrass himself i'll just watch elvis thanks um (laughs) or a man called otto (laughs) oh that's a weird name uh, no, I I'm saw like gonna... two seconds of that trailer and was like, pass. <laughs> I'm not going to see that shit. <laughs> <Get> it? <laughs> not a chance. But yeah, I'm, I was more interested in it. Um, I like, uh, I trust, but Guillermo, I want to make Pinocchio movies on my own. That's <laughs> never mind. That was the Polly Shore one. Uh, <laughs> I'm all over the map here, but I'm, I'm a huge mark for stop motion. Uh, like I, I saw a couple clips from this one. I was like, okay, visually this one should be pretty good, and watched it. Really liked it. Uh, I saw that you had watched it too, and I was really excited to talk to you about it. Yeah, man. A story Did you that watch. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, like I, the original cartoon, I didn't care about much as a kid. Like I watched it once, and I was like, mm, this isn't for me, and just never really. It wasn't part of my past, really. I just didn't enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I know I always liked the the Disney cartoon. I don't think I was asking for it to be reimagined like almost a hundred years later, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, did they do it well? Um, did you watch? Uh, did you watch the making of that Netflix has? No, I put that on my list. I didn't watch it yet. I watched this last night. I want to get around to watching it though. How was it? Highly recommend. Um, okay, they they for real stop motion to this thing <laughs> like they like honest to god genuine stop motion and the thing that stuck with me about the making of was that uh they said that Guillermo insisted that they uh that they animate the characters making mistakes and it's something i noticed throughout the movie um that like someone will close a door and it doesn't close all the way so they go back and close it again um, you know, like just normal ass shit that happens in real life, right? But like, why hmm. would you spend the time and money to put that in your stop motion? You would just 
But, that's the, an, you know, like... That's an extra day's work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they wanted it to feel lifelike. So they had, like, the characters, like, fucking up all the time. And it really paid off, I think. Like, I, I was... I was taken by how much movement there was in this movie. Like, so much movement that, like, beyond the bare minimum of what had to be done, which if I was making a stop motion, that's absolutely what I would do because 24 photographs equals one second of film. Like, I would not be doing all this weird little background shit to make it feel like it's really alive, you know? like Would a depressed so person good. make this? Yeah, I was... I was <laughs> I was enamored with it. I, you know, like I said, I'm I'm a huge sucker for stop motion. So I was like already sold on the artistry. And then I didn't expect to, you know, get so absorbed in the story that I've seen a bunch of times. I think the, this is like, it's a spoiler, but it's not really a spoiler. But they don't do the fucking kids going around drinking beer, smoking cigars and turning into donkeys scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate that scene. I fucking hate it. I don't like it. I think it freaked. Like maybe that's it. why. I did, that's why I didn't like it as a kid. I think because I think that like kind of scared me a little, and I'm just like, ah, eh, this one's not for me. And then, like, I watched the. Um, I didn't watch the new Disney one, but I watched the Your Movie Sucks like video where they <laughs> watched the whole thing. I saw enough. I was like, yeah, I think I would have hated this too. And I kept waiting for it to happen. I dreaded that scene coming up and then it never happened and i was very happy i think it raised my score by at least a couple points by not doing that oh my god greg docks a point if a dog dies and adds a point if no one turns into a donkey that's right specifically donkeys they could turn into others every stuff. movie about disney's pinocchio starts at a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's funny because um in cats they didn't fully turn into cats <laughs> in some cases <laughs> some get it cases get they didn't it they didn't turn into anything they just were people in leotards so <laughs> <laughs> one person didn't even get their cgi added over them poor thing maybe that's um, where my point came from the one point uh, cats uh, got <laughs> <laughs> no one turned into a donkey because <laughs> someone turned back into a human they were a real boy, Greg. Hell yeah. All right, that's enough um, of Pinocchio. <laughs> what else did you Well, I, I wanted to give this thought for people yeah. listening. Greg and I hate musicals. We hate them. We never want to see them. We wish they didn't exist. This is a musical that we were both absolutely enamored with and that I even went and listened to songs from later because I wanted to hear them yep. more. I liked the songs. I didn't mention yep, it, but me yeah, too. I agree. Yep. You didn't consult me about what I liked sorry <laughs> I just, um i don't care <laughs> i also watched knives out um i'd already seen it before yes. it is the new one a Glass very Onion, very right? good movie well i no, i watched the original knives out oh because oh. because vanessa hadn't seen it um and i wanted her to see it before we watched glass onion which i also watched oh okay. um, sorry you were building so i did it. a little little one-two punch um yeah knives out is fantastic i think it's a pretty brilliant movie uh glass onion is solid uh i wasn't over the moon about it i i thought it was good and entertaining um they tried a little too hard to be mind fucky i thought um which again i'm like 
you control all of the information and how it is dispersed. It's not that hard to mind fuck me. You've just got, especially when you're doing something that is just like so contrived, it makes Jason takes Manhattan look grounded, you know, <laughs> like, um, so I, I didn't love it. I think it's overhyped, but I did, I did like glass onion and I would watch it again. Um, but just, yeah, I, I think I mentioned it like last month when my wife and I saw it in theaters I think I brought it up for here. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Uh, I think that's just whodunit tropes run amok, maybe a yep. little bit. But I I still think the first one was better, but this one was absolutely worth watching. And I was really oh, happy. Oh, totally. It's a, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I'm, I wanted to say, like, between, like, this and Pinocchio, like, Netflix is kind of killing it. Like, they... <laughs> especially last month it seemed like every week like hey here's this gigantic or maybe not gigantic but here's like this incredibly interesting thing that a bunch of people are going to want to see full yeah, yeah, feature yeah. film and i was oh i was so stoked uh so stoked about that one everyone keeps asking if netflix is back yeah, yeah. i'm thinking they're back no 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 john wick is on hbo max but they don't oh, never mind yeah. netflix is not back does, uh, um, I also do they, sorry. Do they ahead. say? Do they say they're thinking they're back in white noise? Because that one's also on Netflix. I haven't seen I it have yet. Not but. seen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, that Adam Driver says it, um, and then he says that was in my favorite movie, John Wick. <laughs> Probably so. What else did you um, watch, bud? Um, I watched uh, Megan or M3 Gan, depending on how you pronounce the title. Mithragon, yeah mithragon yeah um that one is a really fun movie um i was very entertained the whole time uh it felt like a love letter to really wacky 80s horror um it is very clear with you that it does not take itself very seriously and we're just here to have a good time there is um a lot of and i don't mean just winking at the camera i mean like there's like a lot of comedy like overt on purpose funny bits in the movie um which i think really helps with the buy-in um it's not like a stop the world and see it now type of thing uh it's basically just child's play honestly but um mm. i really liked it i thought it was a really fun movie uh, everyone i saw it with had a blast you know just a fun theater going experience um and earlier today i finished up season one of the white lotus uh and oh. i cannot wait to watch season two i was crazy about that show uh i usually watch slows shows very slowly vanessa and i took that one down in about two and a half days um Hell really yeah. really big fan of white lotus season one i am ready for more ready for more greg oh yeah well there is a season two and yes yeah i i've been seeing it on my hbo page and i've been wanting to see it just we got to finish succession and then there's a new season of succession and then the last of us starts on sunday so what the fuck i'm never gonna have time um but i play the game already so maybe i'll make time for white lotus um white lotus is basically forgetting sarah marshall if it was really dark but also still pretty funny okay cool yeah still uh vampire puppets or no um there's a few oh interesting no, there's ah, no. I'm shit. <laughs> there's no. <laughs> shit. I was lied to. All right, is that everything you you watched this yep, week? That's right. my watch list. 
Uh, I had a couple quickies. A movie that I said I was going to watch last... Shut up. A couple movies. <laughs> One that I said I was going to watch last week, and I did. I watched Decision to Leave. Ooh, Oscar buzz movie oh. over here, Greg. How'd you like it? I thought it was incredible. I think it's really good. I need to watch it again to kind of fully get everything that was going on because there's a lot going on um it's a very winding story it's never boring at all this is like genius directing from park chan wook i think like there were so many opportunities for him to take the easy way out and just mm -hmm. say like uh yeah they have a you know conversation over the phone while the it's like a cop investigating somebody and he calls them on the phone to see like how they would react while he's watching through binoculars like yeah this can just kind of be a boring scene where he watches her or we can film him in the room with her to kind of convey like how closely he's watching her and then like the audio from her speaking even though the actors are right next to each other is her sounding like she's talking over the phone there's just like really cool little directing decisions that just like make it an incredibly fun watch and man there's i said like he didn't take the easy way out for boring scenes there's not a lot of scenes that would be considered boring i think it's incredibly interesting and worth watching cool cool <sighs> Uh, the other one I watched, something I haven't seen in years. I felt like rewatching again. Oh, brother, where art thou? Oh, I haven't seen that in so long. It had been way too long. <clears throat> I am a man of constant sorrow. Constant sorrow. <laughs> oh, sorry, I sang again. Yeah, it happens. I gotta stop that. It's the movie I haven't seen in way too long. Coen Brothers, uh, I would say masterpiece, but you know. I've got, like, three of their movies rated higher, but, like... Because <laughs> they made that damn many good movies. Yeah, I think Fargo and No Country for Old Men and probably The Big Lebowski are better than this one, but goddamn, this one's still, like... <laughs> the fourth best Coen Brothers movies movie is still better than most other movies. So. Yeah, most definitely. I don't, I don't want to <clears throat> call it fourth. Um, the next... Uh, the last thing I watched is, you know, I talked about Netflix having some serious heat right now. I didn't watch White Noise, but uh, they've got Prisoners on there. I didn't watch that, but I did watch the new Alejandro Iñárritu movie, Bardo, or False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Uh, Iñárritu. Slippery title. Very slippery. A lot of words. He's the director of The Revenant and Birdman. Ooh, ooh. yeah it's that same visual style you would come to expect carried through here this for most of the time i felt like the kid in parasite looking at the rock saying wow this is so metaphorical um but it is very easy to get into i think it's a deeply personal film from the director um there's a lot of metaphor. You could just feel like he's expressing some of his... Maybe I'm reading it wrong. I always think I'm reading and interpreting things wrong. But it, it really feels like he's kind of expressing his... Um, maybe like regret with... Or like misplaced national identity. Like the movie's about a documentarian. He's winning awards for documentaries like in 
the states but he's a mexican mexican documentarian and he feels like a disconnect from his national identity and you know the director okay. is mexican and he's won oscars mm. in the states so it's like he trying to get back into his national idea as national identity as a mexican filmmaker this kind of feels like an exploration of that to me at least um really good really interesting visually incredible there's like at one point the documentarian like has a premiere of his newest feature in mexico city and then there's like a party afterwards and there are hundreds of extras and like long extended shots of him walking through the party saying hi to dozens of people with like super wide angle lens you just see like well choreographed sequences of like people and interactions like it's movie magic to a t for sure like i think he's incredibly smart an incredibly smart visual director so it's cool. a cool watch um and again another netflix one uh, if you're willing to buy into maybe a little bit of the strangeness of it all i think you'll have a good time I mean, I love Birdman, like nobody's business, and I, I liked The Revenant. I, I saw it once. I liked it. I also, it was well-directed. I'll give it that. I also saw it once and <laughs> thought it was very well-directed. So, we we love our guy, and yeah, enough. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I really like, like, just this deep dive into his self, it felt like. So, yeah. It was really cool. But enough about highbrow and artsy fartsy uh <laughs> very expressive direct directors let's get into the nitty-gritty of the holiday season danny i think it's time to take manhattan what do you say oh man i am so ready to take manhattan greg call me jason <clears throat> okay jason jason thank you that felt good jason that felt good mom i mean greg sorry uh, what's coming over me <laughs> Jeez, louise well, Friday the 13th, part 8. Thank you, everybody, for voting for this movie. We really appreciate it. It uh, won. It, it actually tied for the win. We had a tiebreaker. You guys voted this one in. It is a 1989 film that you can watch on Stars with a Z. So, check it out there. Do you still have my Stars login? No. Okay. I think my subscription lapsed because I rented it. Yeah, I did too. Not that I don't own it on DVD, but Vanessa was not using that, the TV with the DVD player. Not that we would ever share passwords for streaming services. No, that's 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 wrong. That's, that's like wrong stealing. And, wrong and bad. Would never do such a thing. I I that's had it once. Probably why they took I, away my Stars subscription. <laughs> they found because, out. Yeah, because they uh, banned you because I watched Friday the Thirteenth Part Five or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it was worth it so uh <laughs> denny would you please synopsize the I'd film be honored i'd be honored um so friday the 13th part eight jason takes manhattan aka jason takes a boat to manhattan aka jason takes a boat to vancouver uh and briefly has a layover in manhattan for that one shot <laughs> so uh we start off uh jason is at the bottom of a lake um and a boat 
trips over an electrical wire that apparently runs through Crystal Lake and electrocutes Jason back to life for the second time. (laughs) (laughs) He has been electrocuted back to life twice, uh, maybe three times. I forget how he comes back to life in part seven. Um, And uh, so thankfully, because Jason lost his mask in part seven, as you may remember, it exploded off his face and Jason, he's a little insecure about his looks. He's a little self-conscious, likes to cover up his face. Thankfully, someone was playing a prank that involved his trademark hockey mask, and it had the canonical chip in it from where he gets chopped in the head in part three. The one piece of continuity this fucking franchise has is that chop lasted forever in Jason's mask. Um, if you do notice, it is a slightly different mask. Uh, there is not a top triangle above the eyes, and the uh, the the cheek triangles are turned upside down for this movie. Um, but thankfully, the prankster was kind enough to put the to put the chip in the forehead, um, <laughs> even if he didn't get a completely movie quality mask. Um, and uh, yeah, some kids are about to have sex. Um, and Jason kills them. And that is the last vestige of classic Friday the 13th fun we get in this movie. Um, <laughs> so that's right. What a lot of you may not know is that Camp Crystal Lake uh, has a channel directly to Manhattan. Uh, if you just swim far enough, you'll bump your head on the Statue of Liberty. Um, and. <laughs> What you guys also may not know is that a lot of schools in what I believe is rural New Jersey take graduation tours of New York City via boat. Um, A graduating class of 12, by the way. (laughs) Very small school. Or so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Jason (laughs) just gets on this boat for no fucking reason. gets on the boat um, and uh starts killing people it's a whole vibe we get a lot of flashbacks to child jason um the creators cannot decide if jason used to have hair or not canonically i think that's the biggest mystery in this franchise does jason have hair i'll get into that uh when no one brings it up and i just give unsolicited opinions about it what? at some party soon. it came up naturally <laughs> um Hey, I like your haircut. You know who I can't tell has hair or not? <laughs> what? Earth Sorry, natural segue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, eventually on the boat, they realize that someone's killing a bunch of people. There's a big debate of if it's Jason Voorhees or not. Uh, he has killed hundreds at this point and been resurrected uh, at least twice. I don't know why people in this area are still doubting that <laughs> this could happen. It seems to be a annual occurrence (laughs) but or going here honestly (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah he kills a bunch of kids um there's this stupid subplot about this kid who doesn't want to be a captain of a boat for some reason um (laughs) (laughs) Um, stop spoiling my notes (laughs) (laughs) don't you hate when your dad pressures you into being a fucking captain (laughs) It's not my dream, Dad. It's your dad. It's your dream. <laughs> um, so they 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 get to what we are uh, encouraged to believe is New York City. It is clearly not. 
Um, they run into some degenerates who try to drug and rape them. Uh, Jason punches a guy's head off um, and stops a rape. Uh, he's, 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 he's a lot of things, but he's not okay with sexual assault, that Jason Voorhees. Um, mm. Eventually, he chases them all the way to Times Square from the Manhattan Warehouse District. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, um, sure. They chase him into a sewer, uh, or he chases the kids into a sewer. Um, what Jason didn't know is New York was having its nightly dump of toxic waste throughout the sewers. <laughs> and um, At midnight, like clockwork. <laughs> he gets melted into being a little boy. Um, and then Ugh. that dog shows up to show it's still alive like I was supposed to fucking remember that it existed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where did that th fucking dog come from? Friday the 13th, part 8, Toby lives. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was so happy for you when Toby showed up at the end. I was I also remember... happy for me. <laughs> I don't remember him before he ran away from the gang, and I was like, holy shit, there's a dog with them. Dude, <laughs> I don't if, remember Toby being introduced. If he never came back, I would not have thought about him at all. No! <laughs> I would not have remembered. Let me just say... I was confused that he was there <laughs> in the first place. It's, it, it creates more questions than it answers, honestly, having him show up like that. Yeah. Like, oh, you're here. Wait, where were you? <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> Who brought this their dog? dog with them on a cruise to New York? Yeah, and then they took the train to Times Square. Did the dog also take a different train? Or did he run to Times Square? <laughs> I don't know. This is a smart dog. Um, yeah, man. Do you, I, let me do you just have a say... relationship? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, I have no relationship with this movie. I think I wanted it to win like one of the first polls for the first mm -hmm. episodes we were doing on this. But uh, you mentioned that so much of this movie takes place on a boat and it wasn't as fun as some of the other ones that we hadn't covered yet. So I just uh, saved it for later. Uh, what's what say you? What's your relationship um, with this one? Same as my relationship with all these movies. Um, I cannot remember what order I would rent them in as a kid. I know I watched bits and pieces of them constantly on Spike TV late at night. And then in around 2018, I was like, just to be sure, I'm going to watch the entire Friday the 13th franchise in the span of a couple weeks. I just got to make sure <laughs> I've seen it all. Um, so, That's right. And I've watched it a lot since then. I, I've seen Jason Takes Manhattan. I have no idea how many times. I probably yeah. didn't even need to rewatch it for this, but I did because I love it. That's the thing, yeah. Like sometimes you just gotta watch it for you. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good Saturday morning for me. Um, so yeah, let me just say, first off, uh, you you had mentioned that a lot of this movie takes place on a boat. This movie basically, well, we opens with some city footage or in New York, and then we, you know, ditch that for an hour and five minutes, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then Jason is on a boat, and I understood it was Camp Crystal Lake, and I was like, ah, teens trying to have sex on the boat, and they resurrect Jason. I understand this. This can't be the boat that Denny was talking about, though. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the next segment the next group of teens you know 
and they're all boarding the Lazarus, which is very funny. I like that. <laughs> um, taking this boat on like a high school trip, which took at least five minutes for me to put together that it was for a school trip graduation cruise to New York. That took a while for me to figure out. Did the traditional gift of Stephen King's old pen not tell you that these kids just graduated? You're throwing a lot at me. Just like this movie, a lot's getting thrown at me right now. Part 7, right? Part 7, we can't use Stephen King's character, Carrie, in Part 7, but we will use Stephen King's name in Part 8 as kind of a fuck you for not signing over the rights to Carrie. <laughs> did he? Did st- I just love the idea that like famous authors had like went to a special school for like writing things and their pens were saved and revered as if they weren't like i don't know tossed or like i I was like this fucking teacher got grifted at a pawn shop this is not stephen king's old pens someone at like a thrift store just told her that yeah she got absolutely (laughs) fucking lied to She's out, like, at least... She must have spent over $100 of 1989 money on that, so that's... That's sad. That's she like looks like the susceptible... To... <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. That's rent money, baby. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to say before Stephen King distracted us is that I didn't realize that this boat, while we're, like, boarding it and getting the party started... I didn't realize they were in Crystal Lake. Did they say they were? I mean, I don't know that it's ever said that they are, but it's certainly not established that they're somewhere else. I know that Jason was in Crystal Lake. We never see him get out of the water and walk anywhere. And then he pops out of the water onto this boat. (laughs) I didn't, like, I watched the whole movie. Like, how the fuck did he get here? Where is here? How did he swim all this way? He doesn't swim this much. And then, you know, like, <laughs> and then someone online was saying, like, how did this boat get from Crystal Lake to Manhattan? I'm like, how? This was in Crystal Lake? Yeah. I just thought they were in water. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know where they were. They, they certainly never say that it's not Crystal Lake. Um, I don't think enough. I don't think this much thought was put into it to explain how did Jason get here. But I was thinking, there's such a critique of Freddy versus Jason. Um, that apparently Jason just walked all the way from New Jersey to Illinois to get where Freddie wanted him. And I'm like, no, he didn't walk. He's done this before. He took a boat, boat. people. (laughs) He took a boat. All right. He stowed away. (laughs) And I'm sure if you check the nautical records, there will be a boat charter that had a massacre on it around the time Jason showed up on Elm Street. Okay, people? This <laughs> he is how he travels. The, he took the boat from central New Jersey to <laughs> central Illinois. <laughs> right? I don't even know where Elm Street is. I think it's El- Illinois. I don't remember. To Elm, Elm Street Harbor. <clears throat> um... <laughs> So, <laughs> God, fucking snobs reading too much into it. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, yeah, just there's there's so much. Like 
I think one of my initial notes, like, once we kind of get going on the cruise, like, between the two kids that we kill in the beginning, Jason getting resurrected, the kids that we have on the boat, why we're there in the first place, where we're going, what's happening, all of that, I'm just getting, so much is getting thrown at me so fast that I cannot keep up, and just when I'm feeling overwhelmed, we're shooting a guitar solo music video on the top of the <laughs> the top of the deck and i'm just like oh nothing's gonna make sense to me at all i should stop trying here <laughs> i love You've this never axe. Formed a band uh. in the basement of a boat well yeah but i only play guitar solos along to uh existing music tracks can you imagine how bad the acoustics would have been like how painful it would have been to hear a yes. guitar blasted in that all metal room surrounded by water <laughs> would have and been like awful steam engines running i actually <laughs> did think of that it's like there's no way it sounded that good down there. this would sound like fucking shit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so yeah hit me with a note because i've got a lot to bring up and i just like i want you to kind of bring it up and i'll interject when i say i've got it i've got a note okay um where to begin um would you, would you like some guidance could it could i offer you a, a a sextant that my father used when he was a boat captain of a small vessel what the fuck is a sextant i need that's the uh tool that's the tool they use to figure out which way they're going at sea it's what the father the captain of the ship gifted to his son but then realized ah. he'd didn't want to be his own son didn't want to be the captain of this small vessel in a lake and it's also he was he was totally into it he was like yeah i'm a captain and then his dad's like dude you've got a radio to say you're out there and he was like you know what you want to micromanage everything about me you piece of shit like it just like, gives him one note and the kid like runs away screaming this is bullshit <laughs> I'm not usually on the overbearing father's side, okay? I've been through some <laughs> shit with this, but I, I don't think this guy was such a bad dad, okay? <laughs> I don't want to be in charge of the radio. I want to be the star quarterback of the football team, Dad. I have <laughs> dreams, you, you know. All boats! <laughs> I'm trying to make state. When are you going to sail the voyage that is fatherhood? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, etc. Um their relationship is funny and then the dad dies. Um oh, man. <laughs> what, a, what a great way to describe the writing of this movie. <laughs> you know what's funny? This shit over here and then he dies. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain the flow of the script. You know, I think that relationship had a shelf life. And I think that's what mm. Friday the 13th is trying to teach us. Is that we will lose the people we love. But we can only control whether or not they were killed by Jason. And the best way to make <laughs> sure you have that control is to hang around Crystal Lake and fuck around with electricity for a while. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so you're saying the control is 
making sure they're killed by Jason. Yeah, I mean that's how I would die. It's in my it's in my will. Some people have a do not resuscitate. I my, I have a call Jason immediately. Like if it looks like I'm gonna die, get his ass yeah. in here to stab me. <laughs> that's how I want to go. Oh my god. Oh shit. Ugh. I just want an axe in the back like that. Like the Harbinger God. I was hoping you would bring up the Harbinger. Oh because... my god. Well, it was so He's... funny that they were, they were trapped with the Harbinger. So he has to just keep <laughs> warning them over and over again. Because he doesn't know what else to do. He's a Harbinger. He works on <laughs> he the doesn't... boat. They couldn't have had him on the dock. <laughs> this voyage is cursed. <laughs> I, I loved that the captain, like everyone, like the captain noticed. He was like, "Hey, this guy who keeps saying Jason did it, he totally did it, right? That's the guy that's killing everyone." Holy shit! It's just like <laughs> the character seemed confused that the writers kept him on the ship. If that makes yeah. sense, <laughs> yeah. He's like, they're supposed to meet me at, like, a gas station and be done with me or something. <laughs> like, like uh, I'm still here, so I guess I'll riff a little bit. Uh, <laughs> doomed! I don't know, I've only got so much material. You're doomed! I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sweep now, but uh, like I said earlier, you're doomed. <laughs> then off it reminds goes me again. of uh, one time I was a real beard Santa for a preschool. Um, and like they were having a pancake breakfast and like four kids showed up with the parents who were running the pancake breakfast and they stayed there for like four hours and there weren't really many other kids there. So I had to like LARP Santa for four hours with these kids and I only had so many Santa things to say, but I was trapped there and had to keep being Santa. That's what this guy's energy was. <laughs> I'm sure at some point you also would have snuck into the kitchen and stolen a knife. <laughs> I actually snuck into the kitchen and stole a pancake. But... <laughs> oh, this isn't milk and cookies. That's a good story. <laughs> oh, I like that. There was, I'm pretty good at riffing, and... There's only so many things Santa would believably say. I really ran out of material that day. For four hours. It was oh, so if only long. If your mommy or daddy has Santa's check so Santa can go back to the North <laughs> Pole, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Listen, kids, Santa's in grad school and I live in a fucking shithole with no heat. Leave me alone. <laughs> Ugh, unprofessional bullshit. Uh, sorry, wrong Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> so, I... I feel like we didn't really uh, give this movie enough grief for the concept of a 12-person senior class graduation trip to Manhattan on this, like... I think it speaks like, for itself. <laughs> how stupid that is it's not a cruise liner it's barely a passenger vessel it seems like this is for work yeah it's a shrimping boat this gets troops across the atlantic like this doesn't 
entertain. <laughs> but oh, they do have shuffleboard actually... and boxing. You know, with, with what, credit what to what the kids writers. Love. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, they did kind of lay a seed that this school's faculty probably spends all of its money on Stephen King memorabilia, so they couldn't afford <laughs> a nicer boat. <laughs> I blew the athletics budget on this fucking pen. <laughs> now we don't have a lacrosse team. <laughs> Which would you rather have? A lacrosse team or a signed copy of Misery? <laughs> Fuck lacrosse. <laughs> it just says, it says... Uh, from your friend Stephen King in red crayon. Interesting. <laughs> I don't think this is legit. And there's it's spelled Stephen with a V. Cocaine. It's Stephen with a V, with not a, a V. <laughs> they just drew a little crown for King. <laughs> is that how he signs his name? That's that's how he dots his eyes. <laughs> All hail King Stephen. <laughs> All hail King Stephen. Oh, shit. <sighs> Alright. <laughs> um, I'm not done with this boat, neither is this movie. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. I have not I yet begun to boat. <laughs> I have not yet begun to set sail on the open sea. I mean the <laughs> lake. I mean the channel. I mean the Hudson. Um, the big blue wet thing. <laughs> oh, man. But enough about Snorlax. Um, so, like, I have a note here. Maybe you can add some clarity here. I'm going to just read it as I wrote it. Young Jason coming out of the mirror looks like Professor Chang in the vents. I made that same note! Holy shit, he looks like Ken Jeong! Yeah! Holy shit, he looked just like him! Yes! Validation! <laughs> I don't really yes! remember it, <laughs> But I put the note. I figured I'd ask. Yes. Yes, he looks... I've never noticed it before this watch. He looks just like Ken Jeong. Monkey stole my pen. <laughs> my Stephen King pen. Monkey stole my Stephen King pen. <laughs> Did that pen ever, like... Was there a payoff to that? Or did she just get a Stephen King pen? Did she ever, like, stab someone with it? She stabbed Jason with it. In the eye. But it's it's funny I think because I like God it was the pen by that point. Annie's, Annie's, Annie's. Boops, 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 boops. Um they just showed that like she looked at Jason's face when like the ghost of child Jason and like this eye is like an inch lower than this eye. Mm -hmm. And uh you can't see it at home, but one of the eyes is lower. Uh audio listeners. So Soon after that, she's getting, like we've said previously, Jason, just don't put your back to glass surfaces because Jason's going to pop through there and he like loves grab you. the glass window reveal. He's waiting for you. He's a patient man, but he'll, he'll pop through there and he'll grab you. Mm -hmm. She grabs Stephen King's pen and she stabs him in the eye that's like an inch lower. And you're just like, hey, wait a second. I don't think she got the eye because I just saw it's down here. <laughs> Well, that was another uh, thing they couldn't canonically dis decide. Um, does Jason have a weird head as a child or not? Because it goes back and forth in this movie alone. <laughs> that depends. Does Ken Jong have a weird head? 
I think it's a pretty normal head. Um, I'd say so. Man, so what did you think of all the child Jason flashbacks? I thought that they were the only thing in the movie that you could call, like, effortful or halfway decent or seemed like they did it on purpose instead of just making shit up as they go. That's the thing. I think you're right, but because of that, it's too distracting. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here with your quality and your effort. Fuck off. (laughs) You're distracting me from the meat of this, this, (laughs) this dish. Where was this when Jason got on the boat? <laughs> oh, now you're going to try, assholes. Um, but I actually do think they did some some visually interesting stuff with those flashbacks. Like, there was some actual, like, uh, uh, I don't want to call it art. Um, what, what's, <laughs> what's a word for, like, art that's shitty but not too shitty? Uh, um... <laughs> Um, someone someone thought this might look cool (laughs) yeah 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 perfect description i i thought i took it as like i was worried it was going to be i don't think it turned out that way i was worried it was going to be like a tie-in to part seven with our quotes carry character from the last movie like don't do continuity in this franchise buddy i i hate to break it to you I'm learning that very quickly, but it's just like I I was worried and I shouldn't have been that we were going to be like tie into a very silly part and just do it very lazily, but I guess that yeah. was the highest level of effort in the movie is what you're telling me. Mhm. Um speaking of continuity, <laughs> do you know how they mm-hmm. um write Jason back in for part 9 after he got melted into a little boy? No do tell they don't part nine just back in the woods killing people oh shit back in the woods killing people with no explanation they don't acknowledge this whole movie at all he's just back at crystal lake killing again uh this movie is the season four of community of jason kind of is it's essentially non-canonical oh (laughs) jason went through a gas lake and thought he was on a boat um (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. Oh, holy shit. This boat. Oh. Oh, my God. Um, Before we get off the boat, which I feel like we've been here forever, which, you know. Is kind of how the reflect, movie felt, so we're very Yeah, true. I want to reflect the experience. <laughs> um, I want to praise Kane Hodder for his physical performance as Jason. Mm-hmm. I, I love him as Jason. I think he's awesome. He's, like, big and strong, and it's just, like, he, he fights guys that are bigger than him, but, like, believably wins those fights. Yeah. And then, like, the way he pops through stuff is... He's so much fun to watch do these kills, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, when he, like, busts through the wall into... Or the door to, like, see you cowering and screaming. He does, like, the huge, like, exaggerated, like, deep breath movement with, like, moving his shoulders up and down. Like, he he looks so cool. And I really like Kane Hodder's performance as Jason. I wanted to praise it. Uh, What do you think? 
I, I do enjoy it. I think he's the only person to play Jason more than once for a reason. And because of that, he's kind of the official Jason. Um, I, I like my Jason a little less jacked. Um, I do think Kane Hodder does a really good job. Um, you can really see the roots of his uh, show-stealing performance in Frozen as Snowplow Driver um, <laughs> in, in this work. Um, uh, we I, can't let that go. My favorite Jason is probably part four Jason, who is just like a random stuntman that they didn't want to pay much money for. Um, I like him a little lankier. I like him a little taller. Um, and I like him a little less athletic. Um, okay. All that goes to say, I still really like Kane Hodder as Jason. Um, like, he's awesome. Um, who else could pull off being wet for that long um, and make it look cool? Uh, Your mom? Is- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, my God. You disgust me, Greg Jones. <laughs> It was right there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I, I but I, I like Kane Hodder as Jason. Um, he's just always jarring for me because his like physical acting is is a bit of a departure from what we kind of come to know Jason as earlier in the franchise. Okay. No, I appreciate that. Good critique. Thanks. He, he like can't him. help his size. There's a reason he was hired, and yeah, I'm a fan every time him. I see him, I just think that's gotta be. That's gotta be Kane! <laughs> Does anyone else hey, who listens too. to this watch wrestling? <laughs> Anybody, please? Uh, yeah. I think the same thing because of you, honestly. Awesome. That's that's influence, baby. Then I've made a difference. That's right. <sighs> Alright, you ready to get into Manhattan? Um, before we before we don't get to manhattan uh, (laughs) oh jeez. well i just wanted to say that like just like this movie we're never getting there the boat has a certain vibe in scenes that i really dig um and it's a vibe that's kind of congruent with the poster it's all blue and red lighting um i've got a blue and red jason mask that i painted that i'm looking at right now hanging on my wall and there are some scenes in the boat, like when he kills that girl in the dance room, um, mm-hmm. or, or like the boiler room scene that I'm like, if the whole movie was like this, and actually in New York, I think it would have been pretty strong. And I, I think there's traces of a good production design somewhere on this boat um, and in the poster. <laughs> yeah now i buy that for sure um i think a lot of my issue with this movie is i really miss the vibes of camp crystal lake like i I, we can't do i understand we can't do the entirety of every single movie in the same location but like i miss the woods i miss the cabins that sort of thing so well I i think it speaks to the strength of that premise that they got yeah. seven movies out of it. <laughs> like, they just did the same thing seven fucking times. And then yeah. part eight finally does something new, and everyone's like, get me back to the goddamn woods, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you meant space? Here we go! <laughs> <laughs> Yoink! But we already, we already covered that. And even yes. in that movie, they go to a second kind of Crystal Lake. Um, yeah, on Earth 2. 
what was I gonna say? Yeah, as far as like the vibe and like the set design on the boat and what could have been, it really felt like the movie was mostly done writing. I I don't know if this is true. What do I know? I'm just an idiot that watched this for the first time. It felt like the entire production could not believe that they got a boat this big to make their movie (laughs) and they were gonna milk it every way they could and they really succeeded maybe they could have if they had planned to have a boat that size for that long they could have done a little bit more with it or if they never got the boat and they were just in van hatton then (laughs) they could have planned it out that way but it feels like a weird in-between um if I'm, you know, watching it now. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. I, I, I got totally distracted by you coining Van Hatton. <laughs> there we go. So. Oh man, I, it's better I than was... my Coov York. <laughs> <laughs> In Coov York. Oh man. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, are are you done with the boat yet? Are you ready to get onto the island? Of Greg, I don't know that I'll ever be all the way done with that boat, but I'm ready to step ashore for my one day in ten years, much like Davy Jones. Ah, at a guy. I I actually had the here and nightly. <laughs> cool, man. Sure you are. Uh, <laughs> I I actually had a thought of like, Jason is back and wetter than ever. i had the thought that he's like (laughs) okay i got him better than i thought it would he's so fucking wet this whole movie it's like the the elephant in the room why are you so wet jason (laughs) every step he takes is um yeah (laughs) i i had the thought that he's just like a couple movies away from basically being davy jones (laughs) Yeah. Um, <laughs> why not just make him immortal <laughs> you're gonna resurrect him every time you kill him like when he takes off his mask at those at those punks and they just see like a bunch of tentacles and like ah, it's David Jones. <laughs> but it comes off again later and we see that's not the case sad times um yeah we finally make it to shore and we, finally is this I need you to confirm if this is the first of its kind, but we get a hockey reference. Yes! When we get to New York. Is that the first time? I believe it is. Yes, I believe it is. Awesome. Yeah, I was really happy to see that. Maybe the only time, honestly. I think it's the only time in the franchise that, like, hockey exists. In Jason X, they talk about how hockey was outlawed in 2010 or something like that like they basically said that hockey was an outlawed sport uh back on earth or back in the 440 years have been in an underground hockey league for eight foot tall guys hockey what's that uh zidane ochara eat your heart out um like yeah i just thought the billboard was funny like that got a genuine laugh at me and then of course i had to look it up it is a billboard for the Eastern Hockey League, which folded in 1981. Hmm. The East Coast Hockey League, ECHL, existed in 1988. 
so I don't think they got the rights to that. I think they might have tried to get the rights to a New York Rangers poster. They couldn't get that, so they wanted to get a, a league, so they had to get a Eastern League that folded eight years prior. <laughs> they but only the- had the budget for a completely out-of-business IP. <laughs> Exactly. And hey, the EHL you, is back. Who do you pay for that? Who do uh, you pay? You don't. That's, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> you don't pay. Uh, gotcha. Maybe it's it's New York. Maybe it's an old billboard. Who knows? Um, yeah, I just wanted to put my knowledge in there. That's fun. Good times. All right. Um, what, do you, what do you think of the New York segment? Uh, you've made it clear that... Uh, <laughs> You're not entirely buying the Manhattan of it all? No, this looks nothing like Manhattan, uh, except when they're in Times Square for five minutes. Um, I called that part I, Jason takes in Manhattan, because he looks <laughs> around at it. <laughs> this movie should have been called Jason Bueller's Day Off. Like He's mm. just <laughs> seeing the world, <laughs> getting a few kills in when he's got time, but he's not feeling any pressure to do it. Um, <laughs> I love um, I love '80s gang movies or '80s gang members in movies. I should say um, we get a lot of '80s gang members, which is fun. There's a lot of mohawks and leather vest and saying "Come on, don't you like drugs?" or stuff like that. Um, um, when this movie runs aground, gets on shore. Um, <laughs> nice. There's only one thing I could think of. You remember when Jason punched that guy's head off? <laughs> Dude. Yes, I do. Then just off want... the backboard into the dumpster. <laughs> well, let's just say I don't want to spoil anything. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> I, uh, I think when you see him in Times Square, you get just an appetizing little morsel of how awesome this movie could have been um that looked so fucking cool wet ass jason walking around in all the 80s bright lights uh scaring bright lights bright lights he's so scary sorry jason's pulling a brita i lived in new york (laughs) (laughs) he's, he's going around looking for bagels i don't know it's like New York out there, he said when he got back to Crystal Lake. Uh, <laughs> no, I I really, really think this could have been an awesome movie. Like, not like quality, but awesome. <laughs> you know, like... Not like good, but... <laughs> no, no. If it's the eighth fucking entry in a fucking nonsensical slasher franchise. We are so far past good. But it All it has have... to do... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I just think it could have been really cool because I love the the small number of actual New York shots we have in this movie. I think they are mm-hmm. badass as shit, and I wish there were more of them. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, it's like... Dude, you can just tell, right? Like... You could just tell this is a set, this is somewhere else, this isn't the same. You can light it just fine, but yeah, we we know we're somewhere else. We, we The vibe isn't there. 
Yeah. And if the vibes are off, <laughs> if the vibes are off, what's the point of even saying we're going to go there? If you have any idea what Manhattan looks like, and you should, because it's in this movie, and it's a pretty stark contrast from the rest of the shots that are supposedly in Manhattan. <laughs> like... Does Jason actually kill anyone in Manhattan in this movie? I don't think he does. Like, like sh being shot in Man, like the scenes that yeah, are shot in, in, in Manhattan. Yeah, in the actual shots in Manhattan, um, does Jason take anything from Manhattan? Uh oh. <laughs> Is anything taken from Manhattan? <laughs> <laughs> I think Manhattan left unscathed in this movie. Uh, oh shit! He didn't even pick up any trash. Um. <laughs> No, I think Manhattan came around came came out just fine from this. I think Manhattan's okay. <laughs> he killed that one sewage worker, but there's no way that was shot on location. You couldn't get a camera in the New York City toxic waste dump at that hour. He was killed off screen too. <laughs> yeah, we're not counting it. Fuck you, Jason takes Manhattan. We're not counting it. Oh man. <clears throat> Oh, like, all all this shit we're talking, I love this movie, man. Oh, I love it. I love it so fucking much. It's horrible. But it's, it's, the right, it's the right kind of horrible for me. It's so bad, it's good in the best way. Yes. Yeah. One of those true... Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, I like how we had five minutes on the manhattan talk because what else is there to talk about he's there <laughs> briefly people he's there briefly <laughs> that's the note that's the whole discussion <clears throat> at least he's there um let me double check my notes here uh the only another note i had is uh everyone in new york knows their green sludge is supposed to go in the blue bin uh <laughs> It's a lot of just green sludge and trash cans around here. It's very funny. Mm -hmm. What is this toxic sludge? Why is it in trash cans? And why is there a rat climbing out of it? Is this a TMNT origin story? <laughs> Honestly, I think we could tie it in. Oh, <sighs> holy shit. Um, All right. I did want to point out that in the same movie that feminist icon Jason Voorhees stops a sexual assault... Um, this movie actually passes the Bechdel test, and it did so when two young women were debating whether or not they should do cocaine, and there were no men present. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't that nice? What a progressive Passes the Bechdel film. test. And they say these movies exploit women. How can you say <laughs> that when you've, got, when you've got feminist media like this just looking you right in the face? I think it's an agenda, man. I don't think people are fair to the Friday the 13th. I can't do it. Okay. You know, you, you can't, and uh, if we're being honest, you probably shouldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, we passed the Bechdel test one time. Any any couple of idiots can do it. That's right. Even <laughs> us. And we're the biggest idiots of them all. Big time. Um, we don't yeah, even make like, shitty movies. We just talk about them. We're not going to do that much work. Uh, that's right. Not not that much legwork, no sir. No. Uh, yeah, I I think it's more because Jason hates all sex in general, um, <laughs> consensual or otherwise. <laughs> it's like a loophole that if we could like 
contain him and only unleash him when there's a sexual assault happening. We've got a hell of a vigilante on our hands. <laughs> he hates sex so much. I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, man, I was reading um, some of the IMDb trivia and apparently they wanted the main character, the main girl, to do nudity. And the actress said no, and they kept trying to convince her, and she kept saying no. And yeah, it 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 read as really creepy that they kept trying to get her to be naked on camera, and she was really uncomfortable with it. So and to think they portrayed themselves as feminist. <laughs> that just just Jason, just Jason. <laughs> well, the filmmakers. This seemed like a feminist text. And then we find out this is going on behind the scenes. It it seemed like a feminist text, Denny. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, did it. Um, shit. <laughs> we cannot possibly end on that note, Denny. Please. <laughs> um. That that that's 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 uh, my ending note. Let me see if I've gotten anything. Um. This poor girl keeps getting dumb presents uh, on top of her fucking Stephen King pin. She also had to receive a stupid fucking Statue of Liberty necklace that no one would ever want. Oh, yeah. Did... Yeah, like, oh my god, imagine getting... <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Um, picture this, right? You and Vanessa, right? You just had your anniversary. Huge congratulations, yes. by the Thank way. You. Super Seven happy years, for you baby. guys. Seven years. Love you guys. Seven years strong. Apes together, seven years strong. Yeah. Um, if you told me that you guys were going to Paris, you you know had some money set aside, we're going to go to Paris, I would for sure never think to get you an Eiffel Tower necklace and <laughs> like insist you wear it. For something well, that you could buy at the airport there. It sucks. Well, Greg, you uh you usually get souvenirs while you're on the trip, not before at the trip. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where did this guy get a fucking Statue of Liberty necklace? It's not like he could go on oh, wish.com in nineteen eighty nine and get it. Like he had to find that at a fucking a brick and mortar store somewhere in, in rural New Jersey. <laughs> An iHeart New York shop in fucking <laughs> 30 miles east of Newark or whatever. Uh, <laughs> it could be called I Wish I Hearted New York to help people forget they live in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, buddy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I would never live in this area. Um, that's that's so fucking funny. I forgot about that. That's so fucking funny, man. Uh, <laughs> he got her a souvenir ahead of her trip. That he was also <laughs> and told her to wear the souvenir to the trip, so everyone knows how much she likes the Statue of Liberty when she sees it. <laughs> this is how you'll fit in. Okay, sure. <laughs> I also like getting bullied. Um, fucking loser behavior. Alright. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything else in this one, man? You ready to do some gimmicks? 
Um, this would have been the biggest challenge to the format in the franchise if they hadn't blasted Jason to fucking space two movies later, so doesn't even have that <laughs> no oh dude, yeah honestly, sorry they got topped i was just looking at all my notes which i have not had open for this whole conversation and like literally every single one of them we covered organically <laughs> like just came up in the conversation so do you have anything else no like exactly what you said everything just kept coming up and just like <laughs> We, we mentioned stuff, I was like, oh yeah, what did I have to say about that? <laughs> like, I already had thoughts about everything. And I'm sure if I watch it again, I'll be like, ah, shit, I forgot. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, some other <laughs> mindless scene made me think about how dumb this shit is. Um, <laughs> but also, how fun it is. So, I'm not going to hate on it entirely. Okay, shall we gimmick... I think we shall. Denny, I've got a question. Yes, sir. We've had two gimmicks of the week for Friday the 13th episodes. Which one are we doing? I did both. I, I took down notes I, for both. I also did both, which is Let's great news. Let's do both. Let's start with the first gimmick we did, which I think I said it's... This might have been the first gimmick of the week that we ever did, if I'm not it mistaken. Was, it, it was. It was. was yes. Nice. Our first gimmick. We got we to gotta do it first, then. The first gimmick of the week we ever did was Favorite Kill for Friday the 13th, Part 1. We kind of made that up on the spot. So, Denny, what is your favorite kill for Friday the 13th, Part 8? And I think it's going to be the same as mine. There has never been such a front runner. Uh jason punching a guy's head off and then backboarding it into the dumpster and it's not even close there's like not another interesting kill in this whole movie and then that one just comes out of nowhere <laughs> just bam heads flying off that might be the only time jason punches anyone in the franchise maybe because his punches were too powerful he is the original one punch man dude (laughs) we've got the same one i knew we would because holy shit i i think i was looking for better kills in the movie there's just like oh yeah i guess he like kind of threw him onto some spikes oh yeah i guess um i thought it was funny that jason thought oh my god should i say this yeah Jason thought so Julius is the character he's a black actor and I think Jason thought he killed him because he threw him in water and he thought he couldn't swim so Jason may be a feminist but he is definitely a racist also yeah I Jason if you look at his Twitter he's tweeted some pretty thinly veiled stuff about just look at his likes man just look at his likes Um. see but you got to give it to him He's not an all lives matter guy. He's a no lives matter guy. Ah, true. <laughs> but yeah, that that kill of him punching his head off, it's it popped me huge. I thought it was so shocking. And then like I don't know why it's in the movie. It's so it's such a like tonal departure from everything else that happens in the whole movie. It like it drops your jaw 
and then it puts a smile on your face when they put you into the POV of the head spinning. <laughs> they put through the effort to like do the POV of the head spinning <laughs> into the street. And then in, <laughs> off the backboard into the dumpster. Very fucking funny. I feel like the director got tired of making it and there was some like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed intern that he was like, yeah, sure, kid, give it a shot. You can direct for the day. And he was like, boy, oh boy! <laughs> Did this and that young And that young man's name was Robert Eggers. Uh, Stephen <laughs> King. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking director. <laughs> Fuck you. A coked-up Stephen King wandered onto set and wrote this <laughs> scene. <laughs> <laughs> with his pin that he then Tom donated Brady. to the production. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a director, you fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> Alright, um, I'm glad we had a consensus there. Um, Alright, next up. Next on the dock. Our second boat. That was the... Um, that was the little... Lake boat, let's jump on the Lazarus boat here real quick. Next on the dock, yeah. our next gimmick is our favorite favorite TGIF moment. Um, you already talked about mine. It's uh, Jason looking at the hockey billboard, cocking his head, and then turning around and looking directly into the camera. And he might as well have like shrugged and been like, Hey, it me! <laughs> <laughs> Did a little thumb pointing back to the billboard, like, you guys seen this? I really keys my mama ma's, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying, Jason. Uh, I loved that moment. Me too. Um, my, my favorite TGIF moment has got to be... It, <laughs> you talk about the lack of continuity between Part 8 and Part 9. Part 7 and Part 8, Jason is buried under a dock. And in Part 8, Jason is resurrected by being electrocuted. And he's, like, covered in pieces of the dock. Loved it. Absolutely loved that shit. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how the electricity managed <laughs> to enter his body. But I'm not asking questions. Bro, and when, when, you when they bother to do continuity, they do it surprisingly well. <laughs> Just like 70% of the time, don't. <laughs> I love what you said in your synopsis of the plot, that the boat tripped over the electric cord or whatever, whatever you said. That was so fucking funny. The fuck did that happen? Oh my Why god. Is there a fucking loose power line running through a lake? Uh, for internet, high high speed uh, fiber optic. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Counselors need their Netflix. Um, Denny, what is your favorite line from Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight? Colin Jason takes Manhattan. So I've got a runner up just because um, it's the eight? most eighties line ever spoken. This is going to sound supremely lame, and I know it, but I've had the major hots for you since sophomore year. Uh, <laughs> which was the AV nerd saying that. I was like, Jesus, Holy get back shit. to Fast Times <laughs> where you belong, uh, son. Oh, no. I was about to say Fast Times at Crystal Lake High. Oh, Very nice. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. 
Um, but my favorite line is not Relate. spoken. It is a piece of graffiti that is in very clear view on the subway. An allusion to part six, Quayton Lives, which is the sub Jason Lives is a subtitle of part six that tied this movie and then lost to it. Quayton Lives, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite line of the movie. What about you, Greg? Quayton Lives was my runner up. There's no I such name as Quayton, by the way. <laughs> what the fuck is I that? According to IMDb trivia, Quayton was a band that the director was in when he was younger. That makes me so like it I, less. I might demote I, it. I think it's like a, it's like it's like a hybrid <laughs> reference to Part Six, and also him like putting his own spin on that because they can't just write Jason Lives on there, so he had to like do a thing. But yeah, in the moment, Mason Lives, and we would have got the fucking point and used an actual name. Who names a band fucking Quayton? That's not even a good uh, band name. Who writes and directs Friday the 13th Part 8? Jason takes <laughs> oh, wait, wait, and that puts it all on a totally boat. makes sense that he named his band fucking Quayton. <laughs> we just spent an hour answering your question. Uh, <laughs> that's who. Uh, my favorite line, of course, is also kind of an 80s line. And uh, it's I can't believe I've never heard it before. You're dead, fuckhead. Mwah, chef's kiss Mwah, beautiful Amazing. and if you say it really fast it actually gets uh dead fuck back in the vernacular ah and if you say it real slow you're against oral sex uh <laughs> man fuck head <laughs> <laughs> jumps on a skateboard all right uh <laughs> <laughs> slap happy over here man this is putting me in too good of a mood <laughs> no such thing all right uh <laughs> oh man this one's off the rails for sure and i couldn't be happier um what's your critical score buddy what'd you I rate this no it won't pull up critic might be uh, right now um oh no buddy oh no oh wait here we go here we go here we go here we go um Dun, 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 dun. Here it comes. 26 out of 50. This is not a good movie, uh, although in my heart it is, but I gave this a 26 out of 50, failing grade for obvious reasons. <laughs> what, what are they? <laughs> um, yeah, no shit. Uh, as much. F this is so fun, though. I'm really yes. happy to be talking about it. Like, it's it was a fun movie. It was fun conversation to have about it i was also slap happy the entire time yes i will watch it again but i might wait a decent amount of time to kind of forget about it a little bit so this <laughs> is one to it's watch like, with it's like giving friends. birth you have a hormone that makes you forget when you see jason takes manhattan and every so often you're like i should watch that again <laughs> yeah we're just like women we understand the pain of childbirth we watch uh jason takes manhattan i mean we did pass the bechdel test it's the equivalent. We're feminists, obviously, based on these things alone. Clearly. This is the most clearly. Feminine. We should have done this for Chicks Rock, man. Where where was Jason Takes Manhattan for that feminist episode? Mm, I don't know. We're too busy watching uh, Stick It. Jason can't Sticks all be It girls to trip. Manhattan. Um, uh, Jason Sticks It to Manhattan is actually uh, my favorite porno. But... <laughs> <laughs> Equally 
Everybody is wet, believe it or not. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> and the same amount of shots in New York City. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, my my score, I gave this one a 19 out of 40. I think it ranks pretty high relative to the other uh, parts of the franchise. Sure. They're not good movies. It ranks high compared to my other rankings. I, they're, they're not, like, good movies, but I'm not going to, you know, deny the fun I had watching this one. <laughs> I hated that stupid uncle character. He was very annoying, but, you know... He didn't drag the entire thing down. And the dog lived, so that's all yeah, great. Yeah, that's a bonus point right there. I already forgot about it again, just no like one I turned did when I watched the movie. The dog lived. It's a perfect film. Okay, people? It's a perfect <laughs> film. 40 out of 40. Here we go. <laughs> <sighs> well, Greg, you know, the only thing that makes me sad about this episode is that we won't be doing it again until October. October. That's right. The next Friday the 13th is in October. Which part are we going to do next time? Uh, whatever the, the audience votes for. Yeah, the people's choice. Uh, if, if this is anything to go by, Jason Lives is going to kick everything else's ass. And like the last thing we watch will be part two. <laughs> so... <laughs> more than likely the case um either way we'll see when we get there I'm, I'm excited for this one to be in october though or for the next one to be in october yeah and hey yeah like after you know christmas and new year's like it's nice to have a holiday in january while it's still winter but nothing feels festive we can celebrate friday the 13th and that's fun it's its own little special holiday this year yeah yeah look at us finding the silver linings only there was a playbook for such a thing. <laughs> ah, what a bad movie. So um, Shut up with that shit. Come I brought on. it back, baby. I brought it back. I was having restraint. Mm-hmm. Good. I wasn't. So, Denny. We've uh we've successfully concluded the holiday season. Yes. You know, the big three, like I mentioned. <laughs> um uh, what are we going to do? next week also next. a little bit of a celebration yes it is <clears throat> it's basically another holiday episode next week is the second annual grinny awards presented by your host greg and denny chris rock is a maybe um and uh we are going to be giving awards for the last year of movies we covered on the podcast uh there's a lot of rumor that we may be up for the second consecutive year as the best podcast award as prevented by presented by movies for when um <gasps> maybe so yeah we got the grinny awards next week it's going to be a lot of fun tune in to hear all of the categories that you voted for um and uh also our two inductees uh we each get one into the movies for win hall of fame so far uh the only hall of fame movies are the country bears and frozen which two will join the class of the elite of significant movies to the movies for win podcast find right. out next week in our next exciting episode of movies for win hell yes that is the only category you cannot vote for Yes. All the other categories, though, you can vote for them. There's a link in the description at the podcast. It's and on our social all media. All over our social media. 
I'll, I, I said it once, and I'll say it again. Please vote, and at the bottom, there is a blank place for you to leave questions for us to answer. Please ask us questions. We've gotten a few already. I'm really excited to uh, answer your, A, your cues on the air. So mm. it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. I think Grenny Award season is our favorite time of the year. I'm speaking for myself, unless there's a live show, it's it's... It's the most fun we have. Not gonna yes. lie. Yes. So yeah, get ready for that. Yeah. Yet last year we we did cats and then the awards, and this year we're just doing the awards. We're skipping a shitty movie. So. I just remembered. I meant to do you ambush just... trivia this week, and I forgot. Oh. I not. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of anticipating it. I meant to. I just completely forgot. We'll get it next it's... time oh when is next time we'll see hey and after the granny awards we're going to need help picking a new theme so speaking of social media you're going to want to stick around check that out we will be doing votes and of course you know taking suggestions for what the next theme should be will it last three weeks six weeks again like lord of the rings who knows we'll see uh <laughs> we've only done this once and it was ridiculously long <laughs> 2023's looking great thank you all for being a part of it Absolutely. uh that was this was awesome this is another one-off and uh <sighs> all right denny i i wanted you to um you know maybe rough up a catchphrase a little bit it's 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 over there in manhattan but the best i can do i'm gonna take this catchphrase boat to vancouver what do you got for me for greg nuck the vancouver canuck johnson i'm denny the look at my biology project taylor why did they have biology projects what (laughs) I forgot about that one. <laughs> All right. Finish it. Finish it. And this has been Movies for When. We already told you when, but you know what we didn't tell you. What's my Jason again? I'm a murderer. See my axe?
Stay.